So again, uh, as I was saying, welcome back to the Bravo Zulu podcast number uh, 68. Um, we'll do some Navy talk and then we're going to talk about some uh, some parenting stuff, right? That I've seen some of my boys post, one of my boys post about uh, my boy Kelvin, who's been on a couple of the recent episodes, right? Um, <laughs> uh, Kelvin, if you're listening, thanks for the topic. Um, but uh, he, he we'll, we'll get into this part first, right? He said, um, would you say what age is it appropriate for your daughter or sons to start dating? And then, in as a parent, what what stipulations or what um, you know, what would you be doing? How would you be treating that dating scenario, right? Like, um, why is there a double standard for how boys uh, be getting away with how they want to date compared to uh, uh, little girls, right? Little daddy's little girl. Excuse me, I'm all over the place, kind of. Um, some things weren't looking right. So, uh, you know, there's a double standard. And mostly I think this comes from the uh, dad's perspective, right? Of like, uh, when it comes to a son, we often get that, oh, yeah, boy, you know, go on them dates, have a good time, you know, treat the girl respectfully, How you know, but have a good time, you know, go ahead. But then when it comes to dads and their little girls, it's like, no, no, just a straight no. No, you can't, you can't date little ugly boys, little, you know, little crumb snatching, booger eating boys. Like, it's not happening. Um, so, you know, if you're in the chat right now uh, while we do this live on YouTube, let me know what you think. You know, for me, although I did comment no, a simple no to the situation that was presented. You know, um, first, I think, of course, you know, it's something you got to talk to your spouse about. Uh, what, what are the rules and stuff? And then it, it's interesting reading responses, though. You know, a, a common one is always like, um, well, treat them the same as you would treat your son, right? If you would trust your son to take a young woman out on a date and be cool, then you should trust your daughter to take a, uh, to to be taken out by another young man. That's cool when you say it, right? We say it out loud, but fuck no, right? Because I'm raising my son to be a very certain type of way and to treat ladies and, and women and young girls and, you know, people in general a very certain specific right way according to me. I don't know what that other family and how they're raising their son to uh, treat people, much less how to treat my daughter, right? I don't give a fuck. What you like to me? That's a, a false comparison of like, well, if if it's okay for your son to do it because you know that's right, and you you've done what you need to do for them, then it should be okay for no, 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 no. Again, I'm raising my son, right? Me and Nikki together. I'm not just talking about me, but we're raising our son to be like this, to respect women like this to respect, you know, boundaries, privacies, to, you know, we're doing that to a very specific standard that we have in this house, the the more household, right? I don't know if that other little boy that's over here trying to talk to my daughter 
has that same standard. I don't know if their family standard meets my family standard, right? I don't know if their little boy is going to be holding the door open for my daughter, is going to be pulling out the chair for my daughter, right? I don't know if um, I don't know if they understand what privacy is. Our children right now at this age speak and ask for privacy all the time when they're using the restroom, when they're uh, changing their clothes, and, and, and depending on the situation, right, we give it to them, especially like using the restroom. We, we, we let them close the door most of the way. And give them that privacy, but always standing there because they're kids and you don't want them falling in the fucking toilet, right? Um, so there's things like that, right? Um, but when it when it's when you're now putting and this kind of goes to one of the uh the last uh, episode we had where right, when we we're talking about does it take a village to raise your children, right? No, no, this isn't raising your children, but like you're you're putting your children out into the village and how much trust do you have in this village to actually uh, take care of your offspring? You know, so if you're chat or you're listening, you know, make sure that you uh, jump into the comments on the YouTube channel and let me know what you think, or uh, you know, check out the Facebook page and join the conversation there. Okay, what what age do you find it appropriate for your son and your daughter to go out on a date alone with just that that couple right here and, and again this doesn't mean they're boyfriend and girlfriend right it's, just, it's a date right it, it, then let's get into that is that what you want to teach your children that it is okay to date around right that you could go on dates with everyone that you should only be dating you know quote unquote using sentence enhancers um that you should only date and go out with a boy or girl that is your boyfriend or girlfriend. So what are the morals you're you're trying to teach there? What are the values you're trying to teach there? And again, it just goes with your family dynamic. It goes with you know your own morals, your you and your spouses, what you guys are trying to do. Excuse me. Sorry. I woke up, fell asleep with the kids. I told you I posted on Facebook I was gonna fall asleep with these damn kids. It happens every time. So you know um, as we think about that, like, you know, uh, let, let, let's see, throw out a number. If you're in the chat, let's throw out a number. I'm going to throw out, um, 17. I think is that appropriate age up until then? I think groups are okay. Right. I think like do double, tri- triple dating. I think, uh, dating with the other parents or with a, a one of the, the parenting couples, um, to like there and so this is another thing right a lot of people halfway jokingly but i know they dead serious too is like well go with them and then sit behind them in the movie theater and then you can watch everything the little boy's trying to fucking do if you're trying to make a move on your daughter come on y'all really are you stupid all right one check that damn cell phone first and see what the fuck they've been talking about all right you need to get on Google, and you need to check out all the acronyms for fucking text messaging and what means what, and see if that stuff is in them cell phones, all right? That's step one. Y'all living in the past, okay? Y'all talking about the 90s and shit. Go watch them in the movie theater. Fuck out of here. If they try to do something in movie theater, they've already done a whole bunch in, in the text messages, in the DMs. Okay, and check all of the DMs. If your kid has social media, you need to check all of them. The Snapchats, the book faces, the IGs, 
the uh, uh, TikToks, all of that. All of them got some kind of messaging service, okay? Why don't you check that first and see what the hell's being messaged and talked about? And then, of course, if there's some kind of, of hesitation or not willingness to provide access to that cell phone that you're paying for, dad, mom, whoever out there, right? Hmm, now we on to something. What you got to hide, kid? Right? What you got to hide? Is there something that you don't want me to see that? So then that means there probably would be something in my eyes and my thinking that you would not want me to see in that movie theater or that dinner or whatever. So, and then what do kids even want to be going to the movie theater anymore? Are they, I mean, like this ain't back in the day, yo. Like, are they like, yo, uh, can I take, uh, excuse me, so-and-so shorty to the movie theater, watch a movie theater. You know, like, I don't know if they're really doing that. It seems like, uh, oh, damn, it's late people. That seems like a, um, what do you call that? That's like an old school thing. That's like a, a millennial uh, generation thing, right? Which I, I am millennial. Look it up, people. All right. Um, uh, early millennial, right? That's like kids nowadays. Do they just want Netflix and chill? And by chill, I mean like of the of the innocent type, like seriously, right? Are they really trying to go to the movie theater? What are they trying to do? What does a date look like? If it's still the movie theater, cool. Maybe, maybe you go on that double date with them. But maybe you don't make it so awkward and weird for them where you're sitting right behind them, right? You can buy tickets and put yourselves, you know, you can buy the exact seats you want. So maybe buy them some seats like a couple rows behind you, right? And maybe you're thinking, well, then you can't see what they're doing. Come on, man. Make it a crowded-ass movie theater. Put them right in the next to everyone else where the two seats where the other two couples thought no one was going to go. You think they're going to really be doing anything? Well, they might. They might try to slide something. But they also might be like, oh, yeah, this is kind of awkward. And you would hope that whether it's your daughter or your son, that you would have raised them with the respect of privacy for their their own bodies than to be letting anything try to slide or happen. Right in a public space like that, where the showing of parts or, or or anything like that, right, should should not happen. Although we do get it, we've all been there and we've all tried to do different kinds of things in the inappropriate places. But to some degree, you know, we we try to make our kids better than how we acted, right? So something to think about. Um, so seventeen, I think, is okay for both for both your son. And your um and your daughter, I think at that time, um, of course we know that you know daughters mature faster than our our boys, so I, I don't think it. I think I still think fifteen is just too young, right? I think seventeen you have a little bit more, just two years of of young life experience, two two years of more upbringing, um. You know, I think that's a better age. I think the 15, 16, that's the, yeah, we'll go with you. You know, you ain't got no damn money anyways. I'm paying for this shit, so I want to go see a movie too. And then putting myself in the position to give them some space, but also be nearby should my son or my daughter need something, right? But in this instance, we're specifically talking 
or the question was raised about a daughter, right? Should something be going uh, where it shouldn't be, I'm within an earshot of like, dad, I need help. And then I'm there being a little kid's ass going to jail or something, right? Which I don't think it'd be like that, but who knows, you know? Uh, it's I think it's always, when those situations, right, it's always better to err on the side of caution when it comes to your children and their livelihood and their safety than to be throwing caution to the wind and be like, they're just kids. Remember when you were a kid, you got to give them a chance. Fuck that. Okay? Fuck that. And that's coming from someone who's, who's little kid self, little teenage self was, you know, partially a little badass that, you know, got into some normal trouble, you know, and that whose parents, um, w- you know, were somewhat restrictive in, in you know, restrictive in, in, in my eyes, restrictive in others' eyes, very restrictive, and then even others' eyes, very not restrictive, right? It, you, you have a spectrum. Those kids have a spectrum of how their families are, are raising them and everything, and all their perspectives. They don't have that perspective, really, of of what the others are going through and how it compares to their own, right? All they see is, you know, my mom and dad hate me, and they tell me I have to be home by midnight. Or another t- t- you know, kid might be like, what? You got till midnight? Motherfucker, I got till 8. I got to see a 4 o'clock movie. The new Marvel movie is two and a half hours. I, I got to watch the 4 o'clock one. You know what I mean? Where the other kids might be like, shit, my mom and dad don't give a fuck about me. They're at, they're, they're at work tonight. They're, they're at work all the time. I got the cell phone thing, and I got the garage door opener, and I got the, the alarm combo. They tell me set the alarm, and they don't know where I'm at. I check in with my phone. And they could be out doing what the fuck ever. You know? So it's like, as we get older and we look back on our own years, and we apply those years to our children, how much are we applying um, correctly, and then how much are we kind of going overboard with? You know? It's a good question, though. What I know, dads, man, we we begin way protective of our, of our little daughters because I and I, you know, it's twofold, right? I think, I think the ones that maybe get super protective are the ones that didn't teach, uh, uh, treat other men's daughters back in the day very well, right? If you are so protective over your daughter, maybe it's because you knew that you was treating some ladies bad, some young women bad, right? Maybe not out of um, purpose, right? Like you weren't purposefully, like you weren't going out like, I'm about to treat her like shit, you know, but maybe, you know, just circumstances and maybe no one told you, you know, maybe it was the peer pressure of friends and stuff, but, you know, maybe you just didn't treat them that good. And what does that mean, right? Does that mean, let's face it, like that you was trying to hook up and then you was just kind of ghosting, right? That you using them, playing them, right? Which I don't even uh, nowadays that kids don't even say that, right? What they say, I don't know. I'm getting old, but you know, like, w- was you one of them? So now you like, oh no, I can't let my baby girl be out there getting played by some little knucklehead that look like me that think he fresher than me when I was when I was 15. 
Well, you know, that's just kind of one of those like, well, you know, you reap what you sow, man. That's just karma coming back to get your ass a little bit, right? So now you have to be sure that you're raising a daughter that's more respective of herself and of other people, not to be getting played by a little new generation Gen Z you. You know what I mean? Because if they if they ain't even smart enough to uh to we're talking about your kids, right? You got you got to grow them up to be smart, like the little bit of street smart, street sense, right? That kind of stuff. Because it ain't all just like I don't know, like ah, shit. I, I'm years away from this talk. So if you have teenage kids, what are the talks you're having? Because you know this this could go down the road of the talk, right? Okay, you saying your kid wants to start dating? So is that is that right now when you're like, all right, hey, um, we need to have the talk. It's talking time, and you sit them down, and you're like, hey, uh, you know this, you know that, because I never had the talk. I just knew shit, probably all of the wrong ways that I learned, right, from from older brother, from older uh, cousin, you know. Uh, from boys and men talking shit about stuff that they had little or some or maybe a lot of experience with to a, a, a young man, a young boy that had no experience with shit, but now I'm out there like, okay, this is what I got to do. And we're knuckleheads. We were knuckleheads, yo. Yo, let me know if you was a knucklehead, all right? <laughs> I know you were. But, um, you know, so... And then, so that's where our little girls, right? Like, we're super protective of it. You got to raise them up to have respect for themselves. You know, I, I, I joke. You know, people was like, what's it going to be like when uh, when I knew, when we found out we was going to have a daughter? I was like, well, I'm going to raise her up not to be a sucker, right? I think a lot of times we, we make these, we, I think a lot of times, you know, the, the way, being the, the, how to put this? The way society is built and the way parents parent and, and different families stuff, we don't give it to we we teach boys and girls different things about life in certain different areas. And sometimes that's right and then sometimes that's wrong, right? And you do what you need to do for yourself and your family. But there are some things, right, that we should just be teaching all of our children, regardless of whatever, and that's like that people will take advantage of you. Right. It doesn't matter. Like in some kind of way, if you allow them, somebody will take advantage of you. Okay. Where that's financially, whether that's emotionally, uh, you know, mentally, physically, all that. Right. That if you allow yourself to open up and to allow these people in, like just willy nilly, not and not doing some checks and balances before they get there. That they will take advantage of you. So how do you stop that? How do you screen that? How do you protect yourself from that? How throughout the process do you verify that they are not taking advantage of you? Right? And that's through the process of everything, right? That's through the, the I'm talking about the entire process. That's not, that's not just the dating process, but that's the dating process leading up to the, like, exclusive, like, it's just me and you, like, for real, for real. Like, we're together. We're serious into the the courting of like marriage or, uh, you know, um, engagement and marriage and then going into marriage. Have you raised a son or daughter to know that 
not to be taken advantage of and when it's wrong and when to speak up and stuff. At some point, you know, when you get into marriage, I believe, like, it's a little too late. You know, you bring it up, you talk about it, so it's not too late to solve the problem of that. But you're now in marriage. Like, that's not a deal breaker, right? At least to me, right? Like, you, you work it out. You That's things you have to fix at that point. But in the dating and in the young adult, you know, when you're just living your life, when motherfuckers start taking advantage of you, you kick them to the curb. And it's important that we talk to our sons and our daughters about this. Right? They, you know, you don't get taken advantage of. And you don't, and more, even more importantly, right? You should not be taking advantage of others. Right? You shouldn't take advantage of them. And again, that could go to a double standard thing. Maybe that should be, we should be telling our sons that. Right? That we should, that our sons, hey, son, you know, you don't take advantage of a, of a young lady. You don't do that. That's not the way you treat them. You treat them with respect. You treat them like you see, you know, how you, how we treat our mom or, you know, how we treat your mom. And hopefully we're treating our, you know, the, the, the mother of our children good, right? Um, Maybe you, you treat them like, hey, well, how, how do we treat your sister? How do you treat your sister? Are you always beating up your sister and fucking bullying her and stuff? Or are you treating your sister with love and compassion because you realize that, that that's your little sister and you got to take care of her, right? And you should always be looking out for her. So if that's how you doing it, then anyone that comes around your little sister should be doing the same, right? Should be respecting her, protecting her, keeping her safe, right? And if, if that little boy, and that's so, so your daughter wants to go on a date with this little boy, not that they're boyfriend and girlfriend, but they want to go catch a movie together. Cool. What does that little boy? And let's say, let's say their parents are cool with it. Their parents are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're cool with little Timmy taking little Stephanie, you know, um, on this date. It's cool. You know, uh, we gave him, we gave him 60 bucks because the movie's fucking expensive. So, you know, little Timmy, uh, little Joe, he's got 60 bucks. Um, he's going to handle it, you know. So are you having that conversation with the other family? Like, yo, what's the split here? Oh, no, no. Timmy don't need 60 bucks. You know, uh, little Julie will have uh, her, ho- her own money to pay for her own things. You know? And that's cool, right? That's that's awesome. Everyone can pay for their own shit. It ain't that serious, right? They're 15, right? Maybe teach them that it's okay for people to pay for their own shit. But, again, like, are their parents coming at you like, uh, does little Julie have her own money for this date? Well, why does she need her own money? I thought your little boy wanted to take out my daughter. So if your little boy wants to take out my daughter, then um, don't he have money to take my daughter out? And if they come with some shit, uh, no. No, no, yeah, he doesn't want to take her out. You know, we believe in the woman paying for her own. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, that kind of equality. Okay, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, little fucking Timmy Joe cannot take out my little Julie. It's not happening. Because... If you're raising a little boy again, goes back to that, right? If if I would trust my son to take out a daughter the quote-unquote right way, but the way I want him to, then my son's going to have the money in his pocket to go execute that whole date, to execute that dinner, to execute the, the, the movie, the candies, all that. Now, let's reverse roles. If, I, if I'm letting my daughter go out on this date... I'm going to put some money in her pocket too 
right? I'm going to have that discussion and everything. But at some point, I'm going to tell my daughter, like, hey, at some point, you have to provide to this also, right? So although little Timmy Joe might be like, oh, I got it, I got it. How about, you know, when it's time to get the popcorn, you offer to pay up and you insist on it to pay up for that popcorn and the snack, right? And, you know, if little Timmy Jones like, no, no, I got it. I got He want to flex a little bit, right? Mom and daddy put a little cash in his pocket, right? He feeling good? Then go ahead and let him feel good. Put your money away, okay? But, you know, you didn't get taken advantage of. You're not taking advantage of him because you offered to do your own part, right? Because it's not that kind of relationship. It's not that kind of seriousness, right? So you're showing that you are a woman, young lady that can take care of herself, that can provide her own, right, through, you know, mom and dad's pocketbook. Unless, of course, your children are working or whatever, and they, they have their own little income stream, then that's good too. But the same rules apply there. In my mind, you let me know what you think. I think the same rules apply. I think you have to, the same rules should always apply for your son and your daughter. But you have to know what those rules are, and you and your spouse have to be on the same program and teaching them and making sure that they execute it the right way. You know, I know Michael uh, is a very little compassionate little boy, right? And, you know, we're raising him. But, you know, things can change over time. Who knows? But we're raising him like that. I think he'll be all right. Penelope, I think she'll bust a little motherfucker who don't give her some privacy or back up because she got a little attitude like that. <laughs> like, like I think if you, you know, you know her brother, Michael began pop, you know? I think when when Michael gets in her face a little bit too much about wrestling or this and that, Penelope, like, boom, boom, boom. Get off me, sucker. Pop, pop, tap, tap. Gives him the, you know, extra crispy, spicy two-piece. You know, sometimes with the extra, you know, little thigh in it. Bang. So, but that doesn't mean, you know, you, you, you just, that does, there's nothing. I think the problem is we think as parents sometimes, and I'm not, I'm not even close to the, the teenage years, but I can see it where, we think, as I just discussed with my own children, right, we think these things about our children, so they must be true about our children, and they must be true all the time, even when we're not around. No. No, right? Them ch- them, we, we were different when our parents weren't around, right? Them kids are going to be different when we're not around. So what are we, what, what is it, what is going to change? And although they might be all this right now, The, the confidence and this and that once they're in this whole different situation, how are they switching up and how are they responding to that situation? Right. They might not be the same. So you have to make sure you instill as much confidence and all those things that we've talked about to be sure that they are able to handle whatever situation might arise as they're young adults, young little people trying to find their way out there in this dating world at, at, I don't know, 15, 17, 18, whatever it is, right? I don't know. Man, 15 sounds so young to be doing that. I don't, I mean, I don't think I was really going on dates at 15. Not like that. Not like kids be wanting to nowadays. I mean, like, even kids were doing it back then, too. But, yeah, I mean, let me know what you think. Um, I think that's it for, for that. Yeah. You know, I'm just gonna cut it there because it, it, you know, I started this kind of late. It's almost 11. 
That's PM. Um, I'm put this episode out there, a little 30-minute quick hit. Let me know. Stop by the Facebook page. All right. Stop by the Facebook page. Jump in the in the comments. Let me know what you think. Check it out on YouTube. Let me know what you think on YouTube. Uh, jump in the comments there. What ages are appropriate for your sons and daughters to start dating? How do you go? How would you go about that? Join the conversation, right? Uh, is it the same age, different ages? What are some of the tools that you're putting in your children's toolbox to handle, you know, the young dating uh, scene there, right? Yeah, I think that, that's. I think. I think that's all I got, y'all. You know, um, again, Kelvin, thanks for your timeline, bro. It was uh, it was interesting. I, I ain't gonna read all the comments off that or nothing, right? That's that's his own. But um, yeah, I always think that's good. All right, yo. For more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us at anchor.fm backslash Babazulu Podcast. The information, views, and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of Joshua Moore and the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respective institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us.